It's okay. We just did a full show yesterday and you forgot to press record. But, you know, it, it, it was good practice. And I'm stupid. No, no. Don't talk badly about yourself. Everybody makes mistakes. This is what worries me when I'm like, um, like I have a gig. <laughs> I have a gig uh, pretty soon, basically in an empty gymnasium. I'm going to like create a theater, lights, curtains, sound, everything. Amazing. Yeah. This is for like a, a dance performance. Well, someone's counting on me to do that, but I can't push a button. So, like, shouldn't someone call them and like let them know? <laughs> these, are, these are the anxieties of being an actual adult and having actual responsibilities, I guess. Well, that's a live show, so you're going to do great. But sometimes I feel that way when I'm standing on set and I have to know my lines and it's like, oh no, do I know any of my lines or oh, did shit. I just forget everything? For the first time, I think for the first time in my life, and I don't really remember dreams, but I had the actor's <gasps> nightmare. Do you know what the actor's, yes. you know this, right? Yeah, go ahead, describe. Well, you, you are in a play mm-hmm. in the actor's nightmare usually and you are about to go on or you are on mm-hmm. and you can't remember your lines or the other alternate version is that you're naked. Maybe you had it because you arranged our whole show yesterday. No, no, no. I had this before. Oh, I had see? This. It's been a week of these. It was it's a been a week of these. Like, you know. You've been dreaming? I you, thought you didn't dream. No, I don't dream, but like it's, I'm but saying you did dream. fuck ups. Like I, oh. I fucked up little things, you know. You probably just need to rest. All week. You're probably all scattered and because you're anxious or something, you just need to take some deep but breaths, I'm do me. some that's, yoga. That's, I'm just, that's me. But I get that way when I've not like relaxed a little bit or devoted time to myself. Like I went out with my friend um, yesterday to Figaro, which is this super cute spot oh. in Los Oh, but it was, overheard it was, LA people were sitting was, around with their microphones. What I was realizing is I don't relax. I, every time I'm, Every time I have free time, I'm trying to check things off my list or trying to. The only time we relax is like late at night. But like to just, it feels so good when the sun is out and when it's a beautiful day to just, I don't know, not be in the hustle. Is this not LAAF? Do I need to now not host this show? No, we got to hustle. Hustle, grind, hustle and grind. Come on. So we recorded a whole show and I didn't push record. And so is it recording this is right that now? show. It's recording right now. Okay. This is that show re-performed, re-performed. for you. Re-performed. Yeah, it's the reprise. Even Backed better. by popular demand, this show that we recorded yesterday and are redoing today. It's obvious you two hate each other. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. See. This you must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L-A-A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it in Pomona. And this is not my beautiful and- wife. This is not my beautiful chair. Okay, yo, Blurgle Smurf. It's blah, blah, this podcast. It's L-A-La-La-La-La. And uh, sitting across the something from me, this is the grace, the blay blay. And the man who does everything right, who presses all the buttons, who fixes all the technology, the lighting creator, the... The audio engineer, the hostest with the mostest, 
Uh, you're the uh, hostess. The- no, it was hostess EST, <laughs> not host. Oh. Anyway, that's Jimmy McCammon, and we're here today. That's technically we're misgendering back. me. Yeah, we're back. Okay, it's the end so of May. We did a practice Last show one that in I May. threw away into the garbage can. We're just going to keep doing this. We're going to keep talking on these mics. We're, we're so <laughs> glad you guys are out there. You can find us on uh, Instagram. I'm going to post some pictures. Um, we've got our um, LAAF uh, page, a couple pages on Facebook, and um, over at Patreon.com. Those hey. episodes are coming for y'all. Yeah, sure. Our but only hey, chance yeah, to come make on, give us a dollar a month at patreon.com slash LAAF. We love doing the show. We want to do the show content. more. And, uh, the and content then, yeah, you'll be able there to is going to be nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies recently, and I've been uh, learning some. I got some words for vocab corner. Oh. Yeah. Well, what are they? Oh, well, don't spoil it. You know. Well, I was just going to say <laughs> chaparral. Oh, yeah, that's a pine tree. You know, my favorite thing to do is is press the pronounce button on Google for these words. Oh, that and it's is like fine. a video, and, and the guy's like chaparral. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he always they <laughs> always sound a little British, even if they're not. You know. Yeah, there's some. Isn't that like, a why thing? Why are you talking like, fancier than me, American? computer? Standard American, yeah. Like I learned it because I went to college on the East Coast, and Jimmy ain't never learned no standard. Hmm. What? Ain't never done learn no. I didn't never learn English. how to talk proper. No, no, I didn't. But that's okay. That's my strength. All you gotta do. I'm ho- I'm folksy, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, well you put a little e on the end, folksy, and it's cute. All of a sudden. Do we do we? Yeah. Uh, what did we talk about? You hung that hummingbird feeder. Oh, uh, yes. Jimmy likes birds now. It's, it's I like an birds because birds kill bugs. I like only their killing. I like kitties for the same reason. They kill. Little kitty cats? Yeah. They kill what I hate. Yeah. I can't wait to get a kitty cat. Birds kill what I hate and kitty cats kill what I hate, but birds, uh, <laughs> kitty cats kill birds. So I'm like torn, you know. I don't yeah. know who to support in this. It's like the the Israeli Palestine cycle of life, yeah. Thing, you know. Like I don't want you to hurt but each cuter. other. Uh, you know, I like what both of you are doing. Yeah, it's not like it's Israel like Palestine. Foxes and squirrels are. Uh, hey, we got a lot of stupid bits coming up today. Birthdays sure we revisited. Do. We've got lots of cool celebrity birthdays. Yeah, it's gonna be an extra good show because we already practiced it all. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I can't tell in my notes what we talked about and what we what we didn't like was it last show i was complaining about the um insurance the insurance no specifically the insurance ads that are making fun of actors all the time that was show before last yeah it was you were complaining about i mean everybody knows okay right there was uh, there was something you were (laughs) complaining about i think in this show and the last show yeah well actually yeah 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 two shows ago is the insurance company's advertising practices and yesterday's show that is lost to the ether to time itself um it was it was eaten by father time uh was the insurance companies themselves and the fact that hey insurance is in everything it's like the first thought that you have after should i do something is oh should i have insurance and so yeah i'll talk about that later is there like skydiving insurance like that I'm you sure get special that there is. for when you oh, skydive yeah. no those guys have to be insured up the wazoo as they say i grew up in, in hartford connecticut which is called the insurance capital of the world and so everybody <laughs> in the suburbs there and everything including my father worked in insurance yeah yeah, all the different jobs in 
Just lots boring, of insurance. Boring, 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 boring is how I always thought of it. Lots of insurance companies are, are just wound up being based there. It's like the, um, that's the main export. There was some kind of crazy <laughs> fire back in the day. There's a historical reason for that. And that's why that particular city ended up being where insurance, a bunch of insurance companies had their headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, we've, we've let them uh, take over the world. It's great fun. Hey, nobody's taking over. No world. The whales are taking over the world. I'm and down. The, the tree spirits. I, for one, welcome our new whale overlords. <laughs> They're so gentle. Uh, and how about this lottery that we're all entered in now, huh? That coming up later in the news in the very next segment. You got me a lottery card, like a little scratch I got it for you, yeah. Yeah! Oh, yeah. It's going to be intense. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking news. That's right, Gavin Newsom announces $116.5 million in prize money for people who got the vaccination. So I'm going to get, I'm going to win. You uh, are entered to win in a round of drawings. $50,000? $50,000. And then then, a blood clot as well. And then (laughs) (laughs) $1.5 million. If you get a blood clot, you'll be awarded $1.5 million. That would be nice. Yes, I know. So, uh, So I hope you win. And I don't, I haven't done the math yet, but... I believe actually your chances of winning in this thing um, are uh, are a little bit higher than winning the lottery. You actually have a better chance of the, getting. The dude is just trying real hard not to get recalled. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, Gavin, this is coming from one of your liberal supporters. There's this so, corner of California. I haven't heard any of his liberal supporters pipe up about how great he is and why we should keep him. The northeast corner of California, um, the Bonac uh, County, and a couple counties up there want to secede from the state of California and become the state of Jefferson. They've been gunning for that yeah. for a while. They like the folks down in uh, southeastern. Oregon and Idaho and they're the only Republicans in all of California and they like to live up in the in the woods up there it's a beautiful country Redding Red um, Bluff and they want their guns they want their Farm own country. rights they hate Gavin Newsom they want him recalled that's right and uh, they want to be part of Idaho they don't like being Idaho. Californians they don't like the way California goes blue that big blue every time there's a big national election same thing with Southern Oregon that's why it's uh, geographically convenient you know mm-hmm. because our our rednecks are in our north half and mm. their rednecks are in their south half so why don't you guys just divide up that little slip of land and have a redneck state. Yeah, it's this great group of people that, you know, they like I to go them. hunting. They have guns and marijuana grows. I love redding people. Oregon, California, y'all. Um, yeah, they don't like us over here in L.A. and San Francisco with all our diversity and no. all of our liberal programs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's okay, though. Good luck um, to y'all. Hey, yeah, maybe they'll make that state. I wonder if it has the same... Nobody's talking about how it will raise uh, representation, Republican representation in the House and Senate because they'll have their own congressmen and senators, you know. But everybody makes that argument with... Uh, uh, making a state out of D.C., making a state out of that one territory that's in South America, you know, making new states that are largely liberal. Um, there's always this pushback of like, of like, what if liberal representation is, you know, out 
is, is outbalanced because of that, you know. Oh, no. Right, right. Looks like the Church of Scientology is hoping to quash a lawsuit by Danny Masterson's accusers. So oh. he's an actor who was on that show, The Ranch. Okay. And I think he was on the 70s show. He was the guy with, like, the curly hair. But he, you know, did creepy stuff to a bunch of girls. Oh, boy. And he's a Scientologist. Oh, good. And so they're working hard, just like the Catholic Church did for so many years, making sure that those sexual abuse allegations don't touch any of their uh, members. Hey, sorry, creepy, everybody. Creepy, creepy. It's yeah. illegal. It should be illegal for churches to try to protect people that have committed crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Period. seems. And why is it that? Um, why is it that the first step in becoming a gross, creepy child predator type is like be religious? It seems like it's like the one common overarching thing of most of these of these people. You know, if statistically I'm incorrect, then forgive me, but. I don't know. I just, uh, from observation standpoint, it seems like quite a few of these people are Jesus believers. And <laughs> it's like, well, what's and now, going on and now with they're Jesus trying to do some days. stuff about like anti choice, you know, abortion stuff. It keeps coming up because there's all these Catholics on our Supreme Court now. Um, and this is a nice point that I saw. Okay, so the Catholic clergy are the ones that don't want abortion. They are literally an all-male celibate group that do not have wives yeah. or daughters yeah. to even give them a sense of a woman's experience, let alone do they have a womb yeah, or might experience you know, any kind of poverty or the idea that maybe they don't want to carry a child to term. Yet their pervasive theology shapes these policies. Great perspective you have. Yeah, great perspective you have there on childbirth. uh, Old white guy who doesn't have sex, supposedly. Right, yeah. (laughs) Doesn't have sex with women. Yeah. Okay. And Uh. just to wrap up a couple other stories, this one I was excited about. There's a tiny home village opening in Reseda. I've been yelling at all governments about this forever and ever um, of, uh, you know, you can build small structures for people to live in um, that are far, far cry better than a tent on on the sidewalk and pretty cheap that the taxpayers could cover. So they're doing this at Alexandria Park on Chandler Boulevard, right on my bike ride home. Um, when I take my bike to work. Um, and so I'm going to check this out, man. Get some pictures. This is pretty cool. Like, give these people a leg up. Let them, you know, get on their feet. And I uh, hope, you know, the ones that are drug addicts and stuff will get uh, treatment for that. But also, you know, hopefully this will work for people who are on the street because, um, you know, because they have had a run of bad luck and it's happened to many people. And all they need is, you know, some sort of foundation in order to get their life started. And people are addicts because of trauma that, that, yeah. that started when they were very very young. Everybody and, needs and, and a lot not, of love and healing, not not more punishment. You and know? not not having a home is dramatic. Absolutely. You know, and so that's it's one a of cycle. our basic needs. You know, you can't get a job because you don't have a home. You don't have a home because you can't get a job. You know, it's like we got to stop that cycle in particular for you know these people who are countrymen who are our neighbors. Um, in um, a, so in go a for it, large um, international sense. Um, uh, we are going to be adding windmills off the coast of California for energy, and it looks like there's some changes with climate change, uh, propelling back big oil. Why don't you go out and take a crack at Hollywood? I am big. It's the pictures that got small. She had such grace. 
Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, Woo-hoo! honey. To help. Helping accomplished. All right, just following up on um, something former, it turns out that in 1810, all of the merchants over there in Connecticut formed the Hartford Fire Insurance Company and agreed to set up the firm. Um, and then they had Aetna Travelers and Connecticut Mutual Life. So it was, it's been a, the insurance capital for a while. Boring. Anyway, um, Chaparral, I'm mentioning that. It is. Um, an ecological community composed of shrubby plants that are adapted to dry summers and moist winters. So like sage and all those little bushes you see all over California. Now, these are the kind of bushes that can be burned in a control burn um, right about now or even a few months ago. Foxhole brother. I'm trying to figure out how we can stop there from being raging wildfires this fall in California. And they are working on it up in the Modoc National Forest. Up with the state of Jefferson up there, they're trying to do these small burns like the Native Americans used to do. But n- now we are not we are not in tune with the land the way the indigenous people were. Instead, we have lawyers, paperwork, environmental impact assessments, and all of these national and state regulations that stop people from doing the control burns. So that's what we need to do. We need to burn small bits in a controlled way so that we don't have these raging fires. Well, and the but, liberals don't like this part but it's a lot of it would be a lot of a a, a big part of a good plan would be to let in logging crews somewhat to harvest to harvest the land and that's the part that the liberals seem to not like about it you know just as you know just as reserving the land just uh for uh, and allowing zero development on it doesn't ring too good with the conservatives they would like to allow that type of development yeah, it's just really getting out all the brush and maybe maybe some of the trees um, in there, and um, then that refertilizes the land. Okay, um, I've been watching a lot of great things. I did check in with the uh, Friends reunion on HBO Max. Very sentimental, boo. very cute. They all look older. Um, I watched boo, Generation. Boo. I watched Generation Wealth on Amazon Prime. You just don't like you don't like Friends. You don't like dogs. You don't like all the things that people <laughs> like. Like everything that like most people pie. like. This is why every time he says something cute about kitties or something, I'm like, Jimmy said he liked something cute that people like. Okay. Um, so Generation Wealth. So the film creator is a photographer and an author named Lauren Greenfield. Um, and she just gets these amazing, that gets this amazing footage from all these freaking rich people, like crazy rich Interviews? people. Interviews, yeah. yeah. And she really is, does sort of like a sociological look at the way that wealth has progressed in the U.S., Russia, and China since like the ni- the 80s, basically. And it was following with Gordon Gecko. Um, yeah. So Michael Douglas played Gordon Gecko, right? In yeah. that Wall Street movie. Right. Um, that's the kind of energy that we're talking about. We're going to talk greed is good. About his dad, Kirk Douglas. We saw him play um, a reporter in Ace in the Hole, this uh, 1951 movie last night. Inspiration for Jerk Tholomew Chin Dent. 
Yeah, he really does have a good chin. Um, what happened Kirk to that? Douglas. Yeah, Michael didn't get the chin. No, guys who are 20 and 30 now, none of them have the chin dent. It's was so that weird. weird. It's like dimples. I mean, you can't... It like, must have been... There was too chlorine in the water or some weird like cultural societal thing. Are you sad because you don't have a chin dent? I'd love to have one, man. That looks yeah, so cool. He was, he was a handsome guy. We had this older friend, Ron, who had a chin dent when I was a kid. And I was, he had a Camaro. And I was just like, that is, that is how a chin to freaking be cool is have a chin and a Camaro, bro. <laughs> I I love I love folks with dimples. It's the cutest. Um, no, that was good. It was by Billy Wilder. It was the movie he made after Sunset Boulevard in 1951. But I think we only got about halfway through. But but Kirk was impressive. Um, in any case, um, I'm excited to see Lauren Greenfield's next uh, film there on um, Amazon Prime, The Queen of Versailles, which is about um, these crazy rich people in Florida that try to replicate the mansion Versailles on their estate and have five swimming pools. Um, yeah. Um, what I've really been interested in, uh, besides, you know, environmental management and all these things is this book that just came out by Oprah called what happened to you. I've been recommending it to everyone. Um, uh, she wrote it with a doctor called Bruce D. Perry, and they are examining the effects of developmental trauma on the brain development. And so they talk a lot about, I think this is just interesting because it applies to everybody. Mm. These ways we react to a stressful situation, usually from something that was formed when we were very small, especially with people that have had hard childhoods. So um, when we're nervous about something, we either fight, flight, right? Or freeze. Or the other one is that we fawn. So we I like have try bite to too. I also bite. Bite. Yeah. That's fight. Bite is that fight. is fight. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, fawn is when you like praise somebody in order so that they don't kill you. Mm. Um, in any case, that's when actually the heart rate elevates and the base of the brain is activated. But there's another right. response called disassociation where your heart rate drops and you leave your body. Okay. Right, right. So what they're saying too is that in a good way, disassociation is actually what actors do. And musicians, when they get in the flow and they don't like, I remember I played Amanda in the Glass Menagerie and I had this one show where I didn't remember the show after I performed it. It was two hours, but I was so in the zone that I almost didn't remember what had happened. And I was like, wow, that was a great show. So disassociation is actually a tool of an artist as well. Yeah. 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 Um, there's like a, a good and bad outcomes of that. It's like if you're in control of it, then great, and maybe it's useful to you for something. Mm-hmm. But like if you're not in control of it, like mm-hmm. you're, uh, you know, like you're having problems. You're, you want to try to get your heart rate back to that normal resting place at like 90 beats per minute. Word. So, yeah. Up. Which yeah. is possible. And what they also said is that music and rhythm is one of the best ways, like rocking a baby. You can do that for yourself by walking, by punching, by moving rhythmically, by listening to music. I'm dancing right now. I'm grooving right now. My butt is shaking. My whole butt. I thought we could do some bong rips. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. 
Jimmy, there's a lot of self-hatred in your intro there. I don't think the therapy It's called self-deprecation. It's fun. People need to roast themselves harder, more, more often. They need to show their friendship to one another by roasting their friends. You've, be- you've like become... Like a sausage on a fire? You've become accustomed to this because you've been around me and my siblings. Mm. And you're you. And there's a lot to roast there, and it's fun, okay? It's Like fun. corn in the cob wrapped in tinfoil tossed in a bonfire? You can't roast that that way. No, no, no. That turned out being delicious. Anyways, enough about stuff I was wrong about, okay? You can be wrong about a lot of stuff. You can get up off the floor, pick up the pieces of your life, right. and carry on, That's okay? Right. Maybe everyone hates you. Maybe you've alienated everyone in your life, and they'll have nothing more to do with you because you're such a fuck-up, because you can't put push the button because you leave the back door open and the dog gets out because you turn the lights on all fucking night okay you leave the goddamn lights on over the plants all fucking night and you're just an idiot okay maybe you're useless like i am okay there's still something you can do in this life and that's stand up for justice and i have this Go ahead. I have this. Okay. I have this to say to you. Okay. We all have to keep a vigilant eye. I don't care, as usual, if you're a conservative or a liberal. I don't like think along those lines. I don't bother. All right. It's it's silly. Your silly liberal conservative fights that are going on. Okay. What I'm talking about is true fascism. Okay. I'm talking about insurance companies. When did they become, I said in the intro, I don't know if uh, it's still in there, but I said, hey, look, that's the first thought you have when like, uh, I want to make a movie. I want to put on a play. I want to have some people over for dinner. I want to um, uh, have a, a camp out for the kids in my neighborhood. I want to do, when at any time you want to do any fucking thing that's good, right? Especially that's artistic. Your very second thought in this stupid society that we've built for ourselves, has to be, whoa, what type of insurance do I need? And is insurance required? And should I buy insurance? Even if it's not required, what if there's danger? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, we've, we've allowed this in in two ways, okay? We, when I was a kid, the, the, the law came to pass that you had to have insurance to drive a car in California, okay? And to me, that didn't make sense because there wasn't like a state insurance store that you'd go to and mm-hmm. buy it. You have to buy it from this private company who's just owned by some dude. So all this is is the state telling you that you need to go and spend hundreds of dollars every month with the this dude, you know, Carl. Go to Carl's Insurance now and buy that. And I'm like, why? Why are you forcing me with a law to benefit Carl? Those folks are friends that are passing some kind of of money back and forth. Of course they are. 100% they are. And like everyone knows it. We're required to have health insurance and we're required to. I guess you're probably required to have homeowners insurance. You're probably required to have fire insurance. You're certainly required to have like uh, uh, insurance in order to get financing for stuff. In order Mm -hmm. to get financing for a car, you have to insure it full coverage. So then nothing happens to their precious, you know, once it's only your investment, then you're fine. Get 
get basic coverage, get the cheapest possible insurance, but when we, the corporation, are at risk, you must insure this thing fully. You know, everything is built in our stupid society to protect the profits of the corporation, and this whole insurance deal is one of those things, okay? So if you're just doing a thing, and there's no legal requirement for any insurance, consider not buying the shit, okay? And like... uh, well, and it's bothering me too that all these insurance companies have like on every type of media, on streaming media, online, everywhere you look, there's a, a cutesy ad for an insurance company. The Geico Gecko, the, the cute chubby redhead <laughs> who's progressive flow, you know? I mean, everybody loves all these little insurance spokesmen that are so cute and everything. This is evil shit, man. This is like propaganda. This is fucking evil shit. All right. We can't, we, you, you can't be. The, the idea that you are buying insurance, that you're out there and you're buying insurance voluntarily for stuff that you not, you're not required by law to buy it for, it speaks to the, like, the, the whole, the total, like, fear going on in our culture, you know? You're like and an anti-salesman. It's never been safer. It's never been safer in our culture to be alive, to be out on the street, to be walking around. It has never historically been like safer. Like no bears are going to come bite you today. Car Probably accidents not. have never been less. Murders have never been less. Kidnappings have never been less. Historically, we are on a slow... Yes, this is true, Grace. Historically, we're on a slow downward decline of all of that shit. All of that shit, okay? So it's never been safer. The water has never been safer to drink, okay? There's barely any chlorine. It's all... It, almost a hundred fucking percent safe and so and yet you have insurance companies all day long selling you insurance telling you it's not safe enough you have corporations all day long telling you that to to do this thing to finance this automobile to finance this house to do what you need to do in life you have to purchase all this insurance and make it even safer it's already safe enough it's already safe enough you don't need to make it safer and by the way this insurance doesn't make shit safer anyways all right, we can't allow any more laws that make you buy insurance. And if it's um, if it's just your choice anyways, don't buy it. Don't get it. And their stupid cutesy mascots are out too. I hate them. We, we have, this is your therapy, Jimmy. We have to do this show. You're listening to LAAF. Are you trying to be funny? Because I'm all out of laughs. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now... That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? I was trying to disassociate. What is it? Um, a thing? It's a day? Did you say it was a thing? Because I sure did. It is a day. It was cellophane tape day. Well, first of all, this week is National Safe Sun Week, okay? All the way oh, till the 30th. That's good. You right. should wear more sunscreen. I should. On um, the back of your neck and your nose. When we recorded our Phantom podcast, I promised I would use sunscreen that day. And did you? I did not. But do I'll you, make that promise again right now. I have right 90 now. kinds. Since the podcast didn't go on out, you know, I didn't have to keep that <laughs> promise. <laughs> but now I'll make it, okay? And it's recording. I see the red light rolling, okay? We're going to put it out on the internet right after this. And the, and right after that, I'll put the sun, okay, sunscreen sunscreen, goes sure. Um, it is Memorial Day weekend, so um, on the 28th, we celebrated Beef Burger Day, Brisket Day, and Hamburger Day all at mm. once. Lots of meat. Um, I could do those all on one sandwich. 
We we really did have for my birthday last weekend a nice Memorial Day type thing where we had we had those Hawaiian buns for the oh, hot dogs. The best. We got the New York wieners and also veggie dogs and chicken dogs. Chicken dogs were not good. And then um, sausages. Yeah. Um, so yeah, make some good stuff. Corn on the cob. Uh, maybe almost watermelon time. I don't know. Great popsicle day was on the twenty seventh. Although why it has its own day? It's Every flavor. I don't understand why grape popsicle is a special day. That does not seem does like the best. Does orange popsicle, popsicle have a day? Yeah. I and, mean, and by the way, if like fudge sickle, banana cream popsicle, like there's so much like like obviously superior popsicles to the grape popsicle. If it's the if it's the only one with its own day, then like fuck it, this country's stupid. Well, okay, and the I'm real moving. way the real way to make popsicles is to make your own. Like we got we I got those at Bed Bath and Beyond where you can like put orange juice in or put like vodka and lemonade in and have a little pop yummy popsicle or like fresh squeezed something. I eschewed. Yogurt. I eschewed. You tell me you're smart. Okay. Okay, you went to college. To eschew, to yeah. deny, right. to... Right. I eschewed the sunscreen, <laughs> right? Yes. On National Sunscreen Day. So, such a rebel. Good Lord. Who's more Who's more like punk rock than that? You're kind of chewing the word eschew. You're like, eschewed. It's got all those. It's got S-C-H. It's got all these consonants all together. It's... <laughs> Uh, but tomorrow is National Creativity Day, and I have really been enjoying myself with my art journaling and my collages. And Boy, taking you have. hours late into the night on this beautiful <laughs> full moon. I don't know if you caught the lunar eclipse. It, it was like, looks like uh, there's a corner of the living room where it looks like <laughs> it's my someone. Art studio. Yeah, it looks like uh, someone lit a grenade in Grandma's collection of National Geographics. <laughs> That's what it looks I like. I love cutting out little you don't beautiful lie to images. Yeah, but you get the point. I've done collages since I was I don't know. They're when, cool. You should actually 20. take pictures of some of your pages and post them because it's oh. really cool. Why, thank you. Yeah. I, I used to do that back in, you know, I've been on Instagram for 10 years. I like scrolled way back to where the ca- the photos were super fuzzy and stuff. You guys can and follow me on Instagram. people are wildly interested in that stuff too. And, um, F-A-E-Z-I-E. But I'll post some collage pages. Sure, Jimmy. That's yeah. sweet. For National Creativity Day and National Hole in My Bucket Day. Hey, come on. This is a family show, God damn dear it. Dear Liza, dear Liza, there's a hole in my bucket. Dear Liza, a hole. That really is a day tomorrow. Um, it's a wacky holiday in honor of the fun children's song, There's a Hole in My Bucket. <laughs> I never understood that. I never understood that. And I never understood the hole in the bottom of the sea song that that just oh. pretty much goes forever. Like, uh, no, thank you. Hole the song in the bottom needs of an the end. Sea. Yeah. I don't know that one. A hole in the bottom of the sea. And the green of grass the sea. grows all around, all around, and the green grass grows all around. Some shit like no. that. I don't know, man. I, don't I, know. I used to sing at this special cafe in Portland. It was a special cafe that was just for parents and kids. And I played the guitar and sang all like, um, oh, the fox went out on a chilly night, played some lands and give him light, and all the old like Burl's Ives kids songs and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. you are my sunshine, and. Oh, I could go. <laughs> I should do you know what you a, can a use. YouTube thing where I just do kids songs. I think you should. Not on this show. Oh. Um, I think <laughs> you know what you can use the hole in your bucket for. 
National Water of Flower Day. Tip me over and pour, pour me. me. Out. Out, indeed. Good job, Jimmy. Um, yeah, you can water a, a flower on this day. I have to water flowers all the time. Na- oh, National Save Your Hearing Day on Monday. Hey, I like it. It's too late for me. I went to too many concerts as a 17-year-old boy and stood right next to the speaker. Stood right next to oh, that fucker. Yeah, so. it's hard to hear now, huh? Well, you know, I don't know. It's that. It's having the headphones in all, all the time. It's probably diet stuff. It's probably drugs and alcohol. It's probably all the things, you know. But no, I, I can't hear hardly anything. My barbaric yap over the roofs of the world. Thank you. Do you hear that? Yeah. All cardboard, all hollow, all phony, all done with mirrors. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. It actually is my birthday. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and make you want. <laughs> Happy birthday to Lauren Hill. Yes. Uh, man, I was so obsessed with that solo record that she did. It was Ugh. like a two disc. I mean, everyone kind of was. Yes. But I was just like, and I don't. She broke the. She broke all music or something. She she broke through. I don't know what yeah. she did. There was this live video I saw of her. Maybe it was that record, but it was a video the video of her yeah. in New York. And she was crying and her yep. voice was breaking oh, and it was yeah. like so the raw. most incredible music. So raw, but also so skilled, you know, it was the, the vision of someone really breaking through something to bring something beautiful to the world. And uh, I just, she became instantly an artistic hero of mine. I have like mm-hmm. several female artistic heroes that there, For couldn't, sure. there couldn't be a bigger gap between my, <laughs> my style and their style, you know, like Sands Hall. Well, we grew up in like we'll the never 90s, do anything like, like Ani DeFranco. Did you love her? I loved her. I loved her. her. Yeah, I love. She wasn't such a hero, um, but yeah, absolutely looked up to her. Yeah, like to me, Lauren Hill was like that's what Ani DeFranco was trying to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, they each were unique, and then I liked no, Tori completely. Amos too. Yeah, yeah. Wow, back in the day, those ladies are like uh, remember the, 50s, the 90s. 60s everybody, now. it was better. But it was some uh, famous people's birthday. And indeed, you know, as I always remind you, ladies and gentlemen, if you share a birthday with one of these, your celebrity betters, remember to celebrate that much harder today. Okay, like on May 26th, Helena Bonham Carter turned 55. Oh, we love her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big, big deal. Sweeney Todd, um, the original Ophelia. Stevie Nicks, oh yeah. Stevie Amazing. Nicks, Helena Bonham Carter, and Lauren Hill all back there on May 26th. Aw. Yep. Then nice. Well, Close all tap. of us, all of us May Gemini's are <laughs> the best. And the rapper Jadakiss. On uh, the 29th, happy birthday to JFK. Okay, fine. Fine. Liberal. Well, I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't quite as creepy as this other one that I wanted to say happy birthday to. Um, happy birthday on the 28th to Rudy Giuliani. Oh. But I'm excited because there's this podcast I love called What a Creep. 
with Margot Donahue and they just break it down every episode as some kind of creep. I can't wait to hear the new episode. It's about Kevin Spacey. That's great. Um, but they, they go through everybody and they have a great one on Rudy Giuliani and they kind of talk about like the way they're con We should men. have like a topic because I love... Like, How they hit their wives Sometimes these topics blow up. Like there's a bunch of... Like I listen to one called The Dickheads of History. Oh. It's quite like that too. It's just like here's this wildly revered, you know, and <clears throat> sometimes... You know, sometimes widely known to be a dickhead, um, but a lot of times not, you know? A mm. lot of times someone who is, you know, regarded as a hero, but then they get into the details. Happy birthday on the 30th to Idina Menzel. Uh, she did Rent. She's the voice of Elsa and Frozen. Incredible singer. And singer happy goals. birthday to rapper Andre 3000. I work the rapper desk over here. Andre 3000 mm-hmm. from... <gasps> Hey ya. Hey yeah, ya. Hey ya. <laughs> oh, I know that song. Of course you do. You danced to it when you were 19 years old. It's Outcast with a K, everybody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Andre 3000. Ah, I celebrate myself and sing myself. And oh, what I assume, go. you shall assume, for every atom belonging to me as good belongs to you. I loaf and invite my soul. I lean and loaf at my ease, observing a spear of summer grass. My tongue, every atom of my blood, formed from this soil, this air, born here of parents, born here from parents the same and their parents the same. I, now 37 years old, in perfect health begin, hoping to cease not till death. Anyway, happy birthday to Walt Whitman. Um, he's one of Jimmy's favorite poets, um, um, born in the 1800s, died in the 1800s, um, incredible, uh, liberal guy, um, hung out in Massachusetts and, uh, never married. They think perhaps he was bisexual or gay. Oh, widely um, regarded to be a gay man. A gay man. He was, uh, he was a, de- a believed in de- deism, deism. I got to get the pronounce on that. Deism, I think. But it's the Who idea knows? that all gods are valid, that all gods exist instead of thinking that there's only just one. Um, I like that. You can see that in his poetry. Yeah, kind of amazing guy. He was anti-slavery in the 1800s and fought against it. Walt Whitman, happy birthday. Uncle Walt, as me and my mom call. And now, the LAAF podcast presents Today in History. Uh-oh. Today in history. It is. It is May 29th. You know what style we're rocking. Oh no, Joan of Arc was burned at the stake hey. on May 30th in 1431 during the Hundred Years' War. Hey. She was how Omelet. old Eggs. was Joan of Arc when Nine. she was burned at the stake after leading the armies of France? 19 fucking years 19, old as I understand. Uh, I know, it reminds me of... Um, Saint Joan, that movie by Otto Preminger, where um, the actress Jean Seberg actually was burned on her face by the uh, the flames, and you can they kept it in the film. Yeah, he was a psycho. Yeah, her Otto. Uh, she freaked out. Yeah, this day in 1937. Well, let's say this: this week in 1937, it was on May 27th. Uh, San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge, a stunning ah. technological and artistic achievement uh, with still no suicide fence to this day. <laughs> uh, some 200,000 bridge walkers marveled at the 4,200-foot-long suspension bridge, which spans the Golden Gate Strait. Yeah, well, happy back birthday. In, uh, on May 30th in 1889, um, 
Hermine Cadol of France invented the first modern bra. Okay. That's Happy right. Happy birthday to the brazier. Yes. Um, it received a lot of support. <laughs> it appeared in a corset catalog as a two-piece undergarment, um, which she originally called the corset la gorge and later le bien-être, or the well-being. Mm. And uh, can I go, can Cute. I come out uh, in support of the the cloth-fronted how do you say? I don't know. I don't know the makes and padded? models. You no, like no, no, them no, no, padded? No, 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 no. You like a push-up bra? No. You like huh. you like unlined bras so you can see the nipples. Well, you, okay. You know the ones with the armoring panels in the front. It's just a padded bra. It yeah. looks like Gore-Tex. It looks like something you can't shoot a nine millimeter bullet through. Oh, you mean like a Spanx situation? I don't know what it is. It's just thick and yeah. it doesn't resemble... A Probably a push-up bra would have would have a lot of padding. Something, yeah. Uh, anyways, you know... Uh, False advertising, No on those. Just the, you know, just the, 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 the regular When you fabric, grab a boob, uh, you like to feel fabric. the flesh immediately. Or even when you see, you know... One, <laughs> <laughs> when you when this? you see girls' boobs, see, go ahead. If you see someone, yeah, and then and then their uh, their booble area looks like <laughs> you know it's it's covered in pads and Gore-Tex and and, and uh, mm-hmm. bulletproof vest material. That's why we type, invented them. You know, instead of just a nice simple cloth, you mm-hmm. know, uh, then you know, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's you, all. <laughs> you want to see the, how small they really are. And this week in history, in <laughs> <laughs> this week in history in 1964. Yes, actually, yes. Okay, it's the variety. All right, the small ones are as beautiful as the big ones. Okay, it's and, nice to see a little. And side, everyone knows a little this. natural. Everyone side. knows this is true. 1964, May 28th. <laughs> Dateline. Okay, this is a serious news show. The Palestinian Liberation Organization is founded. Seinfeld premieres on May 30th in 1990. Oh, wow. This was a big day for TV and terrorism. Uh, And and really, what's the difference? Am I right, everyone? This day, in the year of my birth, May 29th, well, that was yesterday in the year of my birth, but you get it. It's this week. Um, Judge John Wood, known as Maximum John, was assassinated Mm. outside his San Antonio, Texas home um, by whom other than actor Woody Harrelson's father, Charles Harrelson. What? Charged with the murder after evidence revealed that drug kingpin Jimmy Chagra, whose case was about to come up before Maximum John had paid him $250,000. So this drug kingpin uh, paid Woody Harrelson's dad a quarter mill to kill this judge, Woody John Harrelson's Wood. Woody Harrelson's dad was a hitman? Was a hitman, man, and oh killed a judge. Oh my God, got- I would smoke so much pot if I was Woody Harrelson. Oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow. That's why it's the trauma, again with the trauma. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is why Woody got into the arts. This is why he smokes all that weed. Um, Charles Harrelson died on March 15th, 2007 at the age of 69 of a heart attack in his cell at Colorado's Supermax Federal Prison. Man, they never let you out of jail if you kill a judge, bros. Okay, keep that in mind. Um, oh, I looked up that uh, that crazy uh, beach party that went down the day before my beach party in Huntington Beach where 150 oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah, were yeah, yeah, arrested. Yeah, yeah. So this guy on TikTok on uh, May 22nd, uh, um, is Adrian. Is he an influencer? Is he like wildly really. popular or he something? Why did so video. many people show up? Well, it's, he, I guess he's, 
I don't know. He just said there's a weekend bonfire for his birthday at a fire pit near Lifeguard Station 13 at Huntington Beach. And millions of people had viewed it. And then thousands of people showed up. And they freaking trashed the Lifeguard Station. They set off fireworks. And they ransacked like vendor stalls that were there stealing wow. their stealing things and so the officers had to get involved firing tear gas and uh, non-lethal ammunition to get them to disperse and made 150 arrests so that wasn't my party we rolled up the next day got a fire pit no problem we'd like to issue a correction and and distance ourselves from the Adrian and these riotous fools we were a whole other party I'm turning old so it was very sedate yeah fire well the fire itself was huge here was an item every Everybody could have some fun with. I think I've heard everything I need to hear. I found another uh, lady born on May 26th that I love. Isadora Duncan. Who hey. created modern dance, basically. Yeah. She developed um, a free-form style, performed barefoot in a loose-fitting tunic. Um, she became super famous and then had horrible tragedy. Her two children drowned. Her marriage failed. And then she died in 1927 when a scarf she was wearing caught in the wheel of the open car in which she was riding, strangling her. One of my, fem- one of my female artistic heroes, Cress Mursky, does a great show. Uh, one woman show about the life of Isadora Duncan where she plays oh. Isadora Duncan. It's fantastic. Oh my God. I don't know if she's still performing all of her shows. Do she does show. one about Einstein's uh, Einstein's secretary. She does wow. one about Isadora Wait, Duncan. What's her name? Uh, Kress Mersky. K-R-E-S-M-E-R-S-K-Y. Such a That's great so independent cool. artist and has just been one woman a, a wonderful part of, of all theater in all, all over the world but mainly in California for the entire time I've been doing it, I look up to her oh, greatly. Oh, hey, we're, we're in a play, Jimmy. We, hey. we just signed on to be in a play. We're both going to act in it. Five-person oh, yeah. play. Um, it's going to... It'll be showing in August um, in the Valley and then opening first week of September. More Why details. Not? More details to, to come. We're More back details. to those boards, ladies and gentlemen. We shall back to the, to the boards of the theater. We shall speak us like this. Mm, for <laughs> as our predecessors said, no, yet yeah, this is what you shall do: love the earth and the sun and the animals, despise riches, give alms to everyone that asks, stand up for the stupid and crazy, devote your income <laughs> and labor to others, hate tyrants, argue not concerning God, have. Patience and indulgence toward the people, all the people, that's my part. Take off your hat to nothing known or unknown or to any man or number of men. Go freely with powerful, uneducated persons and with the young and with the mothers of families. Read these leaves in the open air every season of every year of your life. Re-examine all you have been told at church or school or in any book. Dismiss whatever insults your own soul and your very flesh shall be a great poem. Oh, I love it. Uncle Walt, come on, everybody. So good. Basically, never take your hat off, it sounded like. That's right. Be Just keep your, it tied down on. Be your own person. That's the one thing that, uh, you know, uh, you're granted in this life. Powerful, To be genuine, uneducated. authentic, and, and yourself. I love it. Great yeah. job. Yeah, happy birthday, Walt. Hey, come on over and follow us on all the things and do the LAAF podcast thing. Read a book. Um... Uh, what what book? 
Well, just any book. I like how he said, read these leaves every season. I've been actually getting some books out. I've and been I want to lay that on the poem beach. since I was like 19. But I don't want to <laughs> read it on a screen and I don't want to hear it in an audiobook. I'm going to read books again the way I used to physical books. There's something about scanning the page, being able to go back and then go forward and skim and then and then highlight areas that you can't do with an audiobook. And yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. And, and Flip some pages, folks. And also, it's pretty cool to be someplace, you know? Yeah, like, um, a park or the beach yeah. or under sitting with your back against a tree. Favorite place. Yeah, you could do a candle at the beach, but like, yeah, a park or the beach, it's, it's so cool to go there on the mission of just like shut down, turn off, and like, yeah, actual paper. You know? I saw this or, guy hey, yesterday. If you, can be, if you can be disciplined enough to just look at your book on your phone, then I, I, I respect you. But Yeah, but the scrolling and the screen were doing... <laughs> all the time anyway I saw this guy yeah. I was driving past Griffith Park and there he was just sitting with his back against a tree reading a book but right at the place where everyone was pulling onto the freeway so there's lots of cars but he's kind of still in the park and he was just kind of calmly facing the cars and like sitting cross-legged and reading yeah. and it was like wow you're just so you zen um, I better get on the freeway let's go let's go but it was it was nice. He just shifted the whole energy of that little uh, intersection by just doing his thing. Downtown in Hollywood, my buddy Slim Jim Nicky, he runs the All Night Diner. What the All Night Diner is... Is this real Slim Jim Nicky? This is absolutely real. You can look all of this crap up on social this media. Is, wow. Okay. The All Night Diner is in downtown Hollywood. It's out of state right now, but it's a big old bus. And Slim Jim Nicky, he rolls his piano out of his bus and he pulls it on down to the corner of uh, Sunset and Vine. We got to go on Hollywood there. and Vine. And he plays his piano. And I'll tell you what, man. All of Hollywood is kind of trashy, okay? And there's a lot of business being done and there's a lot of bullshit going on. But when you... You come to Slim Jim Nicky's corner and he's playing his piano, you know something fucking real is going on. You know something cool is going down, and that is the happiest corner in that whole town. I love that. You you like that idea of being a traveling show, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All night diner. I just like the idea of being able to do your thing and not need anything. You oh, know? Does he serve food, like grilled cheeses? No. Oh, but why do you call it a diner? I don't know. It's just kind of fun. Huh. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, like I was saying, go to the patreon.com slash LAAF and give us the $1 a month, man. We'll be able to do more of these shows for you. And, uh, oh, yeah, and you get to see, you know, you'll get to hear our exclusive shows that we're going to put up on there this week. So stay tuned. Love you guys. Almost June. Stay LAFing out there. Eagle, fly. I should save my best ha-ha's for when I'm feeling blue. Did it record? Oh, shit. Don't know. Find me. Oh. <laughs>